Hello and welcome to another episode of Cinema Bonds, where the only thing sweeter than you, the listeners, are the movies that we cover. I am Jonah Colazzo. My name is Hoover Ramirez. And we got a good one for you today. We have a movie that came back, uh, came out, I think, technically last year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a little limited release or something. Came out in December, about Christmas. On I Christmas, right? Yeah, I want to say so. <clears throat> but uh, it was a little uh, limited release. Uh, small theaters had it, or unless you wanted to go out to like Glen Oaks to fucking watch it. <laughs> no, thank you. Don't want to yeah. be over there. I'm not allowed over there. Yeah, I don't want to be. <laughs> not allowed. No, I was going to say. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, but you know, I'm not allowed. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even want to get, get Glen close. No, I don't. <laughs> Hoover, yeah. you got to ask me so I can say I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was trying to do a joke of Glenn Close if that wasn't obvious, but you know, you win some, you lose some. Moving on, <laughs> we are so lose some. Um, but it has released on um, on Apple TV Plus. Is it Plus? Yep, Apple TV Plus. Um, we are talking about Joel Cohen, not both Cohens, just Joel Cohens. Um, the tragedy of Macbeth. And it's awesome. And I'm excited. Or so they say. Or so they say. Uh, but before we talk about that, uh, we got some very important information to get through. Like, what's viewed by me and you. So I want to know, Hoover, what the fuck have you been watching? I forget what I've Porn? said. Like- All right, I get it. I know. Sometimes it's these lonely days. Well, besides that, dude, like, uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it. I think that's just an obvious fact by now. Like, I think we should describe every movie that we, we, we viewed in the segment as a porno and then see if we can trace it back to what the actual movie is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Game on, bitch. <laughs> no, I don't want to do this. Ah, oh, damn it. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, you know what? That should be a mini buns, though. <laughs> Describing every movie is a porno. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Peter right. Pan. <laughs> the uh, porno. <laughs> uh, so. No, never mind, never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna go down a route. I'm like, no, you're gonna get canceled by all ten viewers. Don't do that. Yeah. No. Um, but moving on. Okay. So I forgot if I mentioned it last week, but I've now come to watch like three shows that are being released weekly. Okay. And it's kind of pissing me off because now we're going backwards. That's what regular TV was for. Uh, we're in the era of streaming, and so I want everything now, not later. Not in a week, not in a month, now. And so I, I'm, I've been spoiled, and so I'm not liking this. Um, first, um, uh, I'll just get it off the bat. Uh, Demon Slayer, I finally caught up. I was going to wait until the season ends, but I remember there were like 20-something episodes. I'm like, uh, bitch can't wait. So, yeah, Demon Slayer, that's been awesome. Um, I haven't been disappointed yet. Each episode got me more and more like wanting to see more now i got blue balled because now i stopped at episode seven so yeah this because that's where it stops so now i have to wait now this is a this is one of those released weekly shows yeah yeah where's this uh, being released uh i want to say well i watch it on funimation mm. 
But I want to say it's also on Crunchyroll. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's not a Netflix show, is it? I, I could have sworn I thought I saw Demon Slayer on Netflix. It, it's on Netflix, but it's not being released through Netflix. Ah, uh, got it. That I know of. Yeah, got it. Because I, I, I sometimes see that, that Netflix is dabbling in the animation, uh, the anime. Actually, um, I just don't know if anything is like their own projects. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but besides that, now just getting into. Uh, I don't know if you want to do many reviews for these things, but uh, Book of Boba Fett and Peacemaker. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. What did you? What were your thoughts on that fourth episode? I think it's kind of finally broken through. Where I'm like, oh, I wasn't as disappointed as the others. And yeah, and I'm like, okay, this is where I think it should have been all the time, the whole time, instead of what we've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I want to say it was action packed. I want to say it was pretty interesting. Uh, and it, it went by quickly. I don't know. I just, I put it on and then I'm like, it got me intrigued. And then like, it just ended. I'm like, Oh wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. come on, man. <laughs> yeah, no, this past episode was a little, I think a little bit more interesting. Um, it does kind of shine a little bit of a light on the whole, uh, modifying your body parts kind of situation. Which you kind of like start looking back and you're like, a lot of people in Star Wars are like half machine, half half human kind of situation. Um, but I, I don't know, like aside from that, the, you know, I'm going to try to get my ship back is kind of was, I don't know, like it was just a little lackluster for me. And I don't know how much more I can deal with this very slow, very um, kind of grog and one one tone kind of situation that that the show has put itself in it, it just if i'm waiting for something big to happen that feels boba fett badass like and i'm not getting any of it and it's and it's and it's frustrating me to just to an extreme but i want to say this this episode so far is probably the best one so far but i mean still it's it's still nothing big and, and and apparently, according to the the cinematographer, episode five, six, I think it's, no, I'm sorry, five, and I think seven, they're like the big ones that like really punch it up. But it's just like if this is the best we got, like I mean, what's the next one? Like an actual fight? Like <laughs> I, can, I can only think that the next one that tops this is just going to be him actually doing something, not just walking around talking to people. I I don't know. Where's Danny Trejo? I didn't even see Danny Trejo in this one. I did not see Machete in this one. I think it was mostly all flashback, right? Um, yeah, no, it was it was definitely all flashback and, and exactly what happened with um, him and, and Fennec Shan. And it kind of just showing you what happened in the last episode uh, or in the, the last time when we first kind of got a glimpse of him in the Mandalorian season. Um. But yeah, overall, I think it was it was it was pretty good. It was solid. Um, now, I mean, again, I, I've been saying it, but these next few episodes better be bangers, or else I don't know, man. Well, I don't know. There's nowhere else. I'm still going to be watching anyways, regardless. So yeah. Um, <laughs> but I want to say, I want to say, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to say, uh, what was it called? The ending has really got me intrigued, but then I'm like, 
Because it's you might get a character that we all know and love. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I'm I'm down for it. I'm kind of cool with it, but I'm also like, I I think it kind of cheapens it because we want to see Boba Fett, not another character. Yes. Like the excitement is from the other character, not Boba Fett himself. Like exactly, exactly the how I felt. Like I when I first saw like or when I heard the the. The, the 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 pipe or no, what is it? How is it like a flute or something that like do 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 do? I was like, oh shit, we're gonna bring in the maybe Mandal- the Mandalorian back, but then I was like, I don't want to get excited for a different character when I came here to see the Boba Fett character. You know, like I don't know, like I I feel like they're they're it's just a little too weak for me. Unless they're gonna come back and it's just like Boba, uh, uh, Mandalorian comes back with like Baby Yoda, full on Jedi style, whooshy whooshy. I don't think. Cool. I don't even think it's Mandalorian. You don't think it's you don't think it's 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 uh, what's the name Pedro Pedro Pascal? What do you think? Oh, you thinking of Bo Katan? Oh, you thinking Han Solo? Oh, you thinking Luke Skywalker? Trying to say Darth Vader's coming back from the dead? Maybe. Oh shit. Maybe maybe we get Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> uh, oh man, they got, aren't they still doing a Samuel Jackson Mace Windu show still? I have no idea, but I'd I'd, I'd gladly embrace it. Right, bring bring me on some Sam Jackson. Bring me on. Open up that window. Uh, There's a little play on his name in it. Think it went through. We're just gonna move on. Embarrassing face. Um, yes, but I'm 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 pushing through Boba Fett. Uh, on the other hand, Peacemaker. Peacemaker is where it's fucking at right now, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't know where this is gonna go because DC has just been randomly. Well, we're gonna start this project and this project. I'm like, there's no kind of course no. or layout. I'm like. I'm I'm okay with that, but I'm also like, how am I going to get excited for other projects if I don't know what the what the end game, no pun intended, is like? They're they're this is they're really taking the idea of just throw it all onto the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, um, but this one stuck. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then um, no, yeah, John Cena has been awesome. Um, his comedy, like in other movies, I've been kind of cheesy, but like for some reason, it, it works in this one. Like you know, it's made for him. Yeah. Uh, and he, the supporting characters are all great. I don't hate any single one of them. Like, Mm-mm. uh, the uh one that's my favorite, and I think everyone's favorite right now. I think he's MVP of the show right now. Uh, Vigilante. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't even got his name with me. Um, but yeah, no, Vigilante though. He he. He kind of feels a little Ryan Reynolds like, but I think it works. Yeah, um, which is funny because then I stopped at that season when he came in in Arrow, <laughs> but uh, it was a totally different vigilante that we got. Wait, his character came out already in 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 the the Arrowverse. Yep. Really. Totally different. It's just more like uh, that's not what John Diggle became, right? Don't think so. No, no, because I, I uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Um, but yeah, uh, totally different character. Uh, no comedic 
uh, aspects at all, all business. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm like, uh, that would have been cool to see. Cause you know, Peacemaker is also serious, but he also, he has like those funny moments and he's just, mm-hmm. he have like someone be like, like what straight man. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I think if anything, it, 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 they, they surprisingly play off each other so well, especially with the fact that like you could see that the, both of them could definitely be the overly like kind of the overly funny guy in the show. And 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 to see like once vigilante comes into like the scene, John Cena's peacemaker just immediately becomes like the straight man and has to like he's really battling out with like what vigilante he's kind of like what vigilante could be, or I'm sorry, uh, John Cena is like kind of what Vig- I'm sorry, vigilante is what peacemaker could be. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Got a little tongue tied. Yeah, um, he has a little Deadpool in him, but like a wimpy version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it works. It works. I'm like, I'm, I'm all for it, dude. And then um, at times, like, oh, he's not badass vigilante. What I mean, but then that's how they bring him up as like some kind of wannabe, mm-hmm. like almost kick ass. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you see, some times he just shines and just sometimes he kicks ass, and, and it's just like, whoa, I didn't know he actually could do that. Yeah, uh, so far I want to say episode four has been my favorite. Um, That's probably just fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think about uh, uh, what's his name? The the dad. I forget his name. The T one thousand. Oh yeah. Um, no, he's really good. Um, Scary as all hell though. Like I mean, mm-hmm. he just he brings like some kind of power to him, and the fact that he's just super racist is just like. Oh, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but he, the way he kind of comes off, it, it it's funny. But at the same time, you're just like, you're really pushing it with this guy. <laughs> they re- and they re- they really got me with, uh, I think in the first episode, too, I want to say, like, he's all serious. And then John Cena tells him, like, like a funny story. Mm-hmm. And he starts laughing. I'm like, oh, okay, he's not, like, all business. He's open. And then he swings he back him, around. Like, yeah, he just then he just brings it back like too intimidating. I'm like, oh shit! All right. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> uh, I know. I, I I've been loving the peacemaker and 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 everything. <laughs> Fucking eagerly. Yeah, eagerly. <laughs> I'm like, cause I didn't. I don't really know anything about peacemaker, so this is my introduction to everything. <clears throat> um, no, and then when he said, "I'm gonna get my sidekick," eagerly, I'm like, oh, like. Some dude, or like I don't know. Yeah, and it's just it's just what it is. I will just say that. <laughs> just, yeah, uh, and and John Cena just does an amazing job in in the overall show. He, uh this is just like one of those shows that like it was tailor made for I think John Cena. Mm-hmm. He plays it so well, so sincere yet so like just out of pocket and just like fuck. This is this is just too much for a man we can't see. We see him well. I know. <laughs> have you seen the pictures of like? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at first, I'm like, oh, yeah, he does have. That. Yeah, I'm like, at first, I'm like, oh, he does have that superpower. I'm like, wait, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's sometimes where I just see pictures of like, uh, it's the it's the uh, the the intro, the 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 theme song, and when everybody's like posed and 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 going, and there's just that scene where like. John Cena has a, a judo master on his shoulders, and it's just completely cut out all of his body parts. It's just the clothes, and I was like, "They they go real crazy with these fucking memes." That <laughs> but intro, they're funny as hell. No, that intro is like awesome, dude. 
Do I want to learn really the moves. Wanna, you really, really want to? <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just doing these odd dance movements. It's just like fits the perfect the the show perfectly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Peacemaker, we love you. Did you catch that? Uh, the the little nod to uh, uh, possible <clears throat> introduction of Gorilla Grodd in this latest episode? No, no. There's that one scene when when he comes into his dad's. Uh, his dad's house, and they're talking about how the the zookeepers are 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 all still worried because Charlie the gorilla is still missing. And they kind of really push out this idea that a gorilla is kind of like out there loose. It could be gorilla grod, but you know what I think is more reasonable. That's a uh, Caesar from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> most likely, most likely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else have you been watching besides the 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 Peacemaker, Bubble Fett, and your Dragon Dragon Slayer, Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I, I don't know your cartoons. Oh, it's a way of life. <laughs> God damn it! Not a cartoons. It's anime. <laughs> you and your cartoons and video games. <laughs> I will roundhouse kick you, sir. Um, that if you say that right. one more time. If you say cartoon one more time, I will come through the screen and just give you a big old hug because I miss you. All right. Anyways, <laughs> just, ah, God damn it. What else um, have you been watching? No, that's all I wanted. I was just killing time because I haven't seen anything else. Uh, I caught uh, uh, In the Eyes of Tammy Faye on HBO. They just put it on. How'd you like it? I I love it. it it's, yeah. it's it's so exciting to, to like, I mean. <laughs> There's a lot of it that I have issues with, like, just how quickly everything kind of just moves along. And it feels like they're trying to, like, they want to get you invested, but at the same time just wants to get right away to the um, the the big issue of, of, like, them committing fraud and, and, and doing a lot of embezzling and stuff. And I kind of didn't like the fact that it just felt like, oh, this happened. And then we're going to spend a little time here. And then that happened. And then we're moving on. And then we're moving on. But... Andrew Garfield and 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 Bryce not Bryce Dallas Howard um um uh, what's her name Jessica Chastain Jessica Chastain there you go um this fucking killing in the movie they they're just so they're just so like Wisconsiny that's where they're from right they're from Wisconsin or, I or say Minnesota so. I don't know um but they're just they're just so much into their characters right I yeah thought so. and 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 it. And 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 Andrew Garfield is just so like he's kind of slimy yet back he has like no backbone but at the same time he's got like these plots going on and it just feels manipulative. Can you believe uh, people were already talking about oh he might get an Oscar nom nom from this? I'm like, and to see his 2021, <laughs> just yeah. like uh, I think this is probably his least one, but he still brings it, dude. I. Um, I, I think yeah no definitely he's he's getting some kind of Oscar either nomination from it or or some kind of he's getting some recognition from this somehow I I know it yeah um, and if you want to check out my review on this uh, it was it's called Hoover's Double Feature I also reviewed uh, Blue Bayou I would recommend that as well but yeah Eyes uh, of Tam- Shameless Plug Eyes of Tammy Faye I love that movie. I don't know if it's the best movie though because of all the things you said uh, but I I, I like. I've reviewed it. I never reviewed it. I've rewatched it. And I'm like, yeah, I still like it. I don't care. I'll, 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 I'll 
Enjoy it with all the flaws it has. <laughs> There's times where their their characters are just so little. They're just a little too much for me, and then I start remembering. I'm like. There's times where I like I remember seeing people like this at like at church, just so just like, just just so, just I don't know how to describe it, just so extra. And and um, that's what I I, I thought too. Like I'm like just so extra at times. I'm like, no, if that's what the character is though, that yeah, they act exactly like that. Have you seen the their videos? They act exactly like that. I'm like, so to say over the top is accurate, but that's what it calls for. Like yeah. you know, like what are they gonna underplay it? Like, no, no. Ah, uh, it's 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 a fun movie. It's it's God, a God. God loves you so much. Oh, I love. It. I hate. I love it. And I hate it when he says it because I know he doesn't really mean it. Um, and then that ending, that fucking ending, kills me with with her uh, coming back to sing, and it just the moment she starts singing, and then it just it, the curtains open up, and you just have the whole choir, and then it immediately cuts back to what's going on, and you're just like, oh, this is sad. It kind of gives you like hope, and then I'm like, oh wait, maybe this is a whole thing. Um, <laughs> like she's this is her comeback story, mm-hmm. and uh, and then no, uh, it just pulls a carpet right under you. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking ride, man. I I very much enjoyed it. Um, I would say they should have done a mini series instead. Yeah. Oh, like, you know that would be kind of cool. Yeah, because like exactly like you said, like they just moved through it like very quickly. I didn't get to connect as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, miniseries would have been dope. I think you would have been able to like kind of take in those moments in in their life where you where you really want to show their like their struggle and how fast they're they're either moving through it or or just it it would make you want to I think hate them a little bit more but be more invested. Um, how I how I, how I looked at it is like well it's called the eyes of Tammy Faye, so maybe they just want to give you the point of view of her. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that definitely kind of does feel like that. They kind of like, oh, I'm just getting swept up in the, uh, in the overall just kind of glam of 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 the the of just kind of what they're going through and how they're going through it. Um, <clears throat> the other movie I caught was uh, Nobody. How was that? I've been meaning to check that out. It's fucking good. Damn, it's does real it, good. Does it crack your top ten? A twenty twenty one. You know what? I I don't I don't think it would have cracked my top ten, but I do think I would have I think I would have put it in my top five honorable mentions. Um, it it's it's just it it you think you kind of watch the trailer and you kind of see the 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 posters for it and you feel like it's trying to be a John Wick wannabe, and at times it kind of can feel like that, but it 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 feels like it's it's a much more smaller scale John Wick. And and it and it doesn't have the John Wick feel at all. Like it's its own entity and its own feel. It's there's just I guess it's just that like mild man kind of just out of nowhere becomes this like assassin. And and, and like with his story and what you find out, it's it's not like it's not like he just has this information in his head, or he's some kind of like like he is in John Wick. There's a reason why he is the way he is. And his quick change into like back into this like this killer, is just a little bit like more believable because of how much pressure they just kind of set up right away. I don't want to ruin any of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, where is it on? It's on HBO. 
Oh, shit. Okay. That, yeah, yeah that and The Last Duel. I, I wanted to try to catch The Last Duel, but I didn't. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, that but, those those all three of those were on on uh, on on HBO. I mean, when you watch the last two, I've kind of wanted to do a review, but it didn't fit our schedule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I know it didn't. I, I, I've been seeing some some uh, uh, really Scott uh, antics uh, coming up because of the last duel. <laughs> Him and his fucking. I, did you hear that he like cussed out a, a interviewer? I'm pretty sure this is probably like old old news but uh he cast out an interviewer because uh he asked him something about like oh this movie is a little bit more r- realistic than all your other movies or something and he was just like yeah fuck you fuck you too fuck you and he was just like okay i mean the, the guy was like he was you know native language is german and he's trying to translate it into english as best as he can so i guess like the 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 question could have been answered, worded a little bit better, but it's also you know there's a language barrier. <laughs> yeah, fucking Ridley Scott just fucking tore into him. Sometimes Google Translate uh, fails you. But no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, I, I watched Nobody, and and that shit was was fucking killer. I lo- I loved it. Um, Damn. Yeah, man, you gotta check it out. Fucking check well, it out. I'll do it right now. Do it right now. We'll hit pause. All right. All right. All right. We're back. How'd you like it? Uh, It was a letdown. You over, you overhyped it. I knew I shouldn't have fucking said anything. Should have just said it was a good movie and walked away. Yeah. I'd rather watch Space Jam 2 again. Oh God. uh, Fuck you. Um, But that (laughs) is all I got. That is all I got for what's viewed. All right. Um, Cool. You want to jump into some news? Please, sir. Let's jump into some news. Some sad news right off the bat. Uh, uh, French actor uh, Gaspar Yuli, I believe that's how you say his, his last name, um, just was uh, in the, the show Moon Knight. Uh, he died at, seven, at 37 on a ski accident. Just wrapping up fucking Moon Knight, too. Uh, yeah, he passed on. <clears throat> Other pass-ons is uh, Meatloaf. Died at, uh, at uh, oh, do I, do, I got a, do I got an age here? I think he's seventy something. Um, Me love passed on due to. There's not an exact like um, explanation of what he passed from. Uh, some people are saying it was a battle from COVID. So, and it sucks too because apparently he was he was he was kind of like he was like ten days away from from having a meeting to to figure out what he was gonna he was gonna do like a comeback tour. Um called <laughs> I'll do anything for love. And oh. uh he passed on before he got to do that that meeting. Uh last uh last sad bit of news, uh Louis Anderson, star of Baskets and Family Feud, uh passed uh due to cancer. Oh Louis Anderson. You remember the show Louis? I was gonna say is, didn't he have an animated show? He had a little animated show, uh, uh Life with Louis. Yeah, I want to say that I'm like because that's where I think it was on Fox Kids. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'm like, and then I saw him on Family Feud. I'm like, it's that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Louis Anderson. <laughs> and for a small bit, I thought him and Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman were the same. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman and Louis Anderson as as brothers. Oh, that would have been that would have been amazing. That would have been a, a great twins uh, <laughs> movie. Yeah, no, straight up. Uh, if 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 Fimo, if uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was still alive, I, I think he would have been amazing, Louis Anderson. 
yeah. Uh, no, but yeah. Um, damn, that's. I'm underplaying it, but yeah, it sucks to hear because like, yo, one, you get a young actor. Um, I haven't looked at his filmography, and he doesn't sound familiar. But like, Moon Knight is probably going to be big. It looks like it, and to see that happen is sad to hear. Um, I think his biggest movie. I mean, he did a lot of French movies, but I think his biggest one was uh, Hannibal, Hannibal Resurrection or something like that, where he played a young version of of uh, the, the character. Um, that that's then, probably his biggest movie that I've seen him in. And then Meatloaf, who doesn't love Meatloaf, and then yeah, uh, Louis Anderson. Uh, he's inter- he's un- entertained a lot of people, so mm-hmm. yeah, sucks to hear when you hear people pass away. Yeah. Um, they will all be missed. Rest in power, man. Um, big news, probably kind of somewhat old. I mean, this kind of popped off, uh, last week. Um, early last week, we didn't get to cover until now. Um, Joss Whedon finally spoke up about, uh, Ray Fisher and Gal Gadot. Um, and he fucking dug himself into a big hole. Big fucking hole. Um, he referred to, uh, uh, Ray Fisher as malevolent. And basically passed off uh, uh, Gal Gadot's um, accusations because, you know, English is not her first language. And he had a lot to say. Basically just just fucking trashing the both of them. Uh, Very entitled. Very, very, very much like I'm the important person and this is hurting me more. Um. I don't know where his PR person was because he shouldn't have fucking let this interview happen. Um, have you heard any of it? No, but uh, if even if you're like paraphrasing, uh, <laughs> that's just something you don't do. <laughs> that just sounds like you're petty or you just want to like throw them under the bus because he don't like you or mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, yeah, in that case, I would have just not, if, if like, you know, people were coming at me, I would have just said nothing or I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. You feel that way. I apologize if I've made you feel like that. But like to say like, nah, you're fucking wrong or whatever he said. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, and then like, we, like the thing is like, I don't think we're ever going to get like the truth quote unquote. Uh, Cause we'll never like, there's no proof. Like how are you going to like, unless someone has like a recording of things that are happening or like, yeah. text messages or stuff that are going to get released. Uh, we, it's just a kind of, he should, he said, she said kind of thing, but like, uh, and I'm not doubting anyone. I'm yeah. not doubting like Ray Fisher or Gal Gadot, but I'm like, <laughs> well, a while back, I think Ray Fisher did like kind of do like a full on post about like, this is what happened for more mm-hmm. from his point of view. But for the most yeah. part, this is what it was going on. Uh, on set, and then I believe Gal Gadot uh, jumped in and was just like, "No, he is right. This is exactly what we were experiencing, and this is the the overall essence of how it was on that set." And I believe even a, a like a PA came out saying that uh, Joss Whedon was, I think, either trying, either was putting her down or putting them down. Um, she was either a PA or, or or one of the writers or something like that. And he was, he was just like, he shat on them so badly. Like, like just, just fucking crushing them. A lot of his PA people. Um, on that I set. think, I think even Ben Affleck had, Oh, Ben Affleck, I believe had words to say too. And I, d- I don't remember. 
I don't know what if it exactly was just, said. I think it was a whole experience more than specific, like Joss Sweden, but yeah. yeah. Um, either way, um, I don't know, dude, if multiple people are feeling the same way, I would say like, oh, I need to change some things, don't I? Like, <laughs> instead of like doubling down on it, I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it's, <laughs> it's, fuck, man. It, and it kind of sucks, too, because of the whole, like, I mean, Joss Whedon was created these shows that, you know, a lot of people connected to. He created Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He created Firefly, and, and he kind of did, uh, he did the first Avengers, and you're kind of stuck now, like, fuck, can I, can I even, like, find enjoyment of that when you find out that, like, this is how he is on set. This is how many of these people were just fucking not happy making these shows. These movies, and it, and, it, and it frustrates you to no end. Um, well, a lot. Of it, if anything, the the biggest you know bright side of all this is that it's pushing more people to support Ray Fisher and Gal Gadot, and everybody that that wants to bring light to what happened that in that set. Um, so power to them. Uh, official trailer news. Have you seen the Moon Knight trailer? I get mixed up because I don't know. Has there been multiple trailers? There was a small little sneak peek trailer. A lot of just quick glimpses, a little some here and there of actual like words. This one you kind of get to see a little bit more, right? Like You see more of what the story is going to be. I want to say I have then because I remember, I think Oscar Isaac, you kind of see the, what's it called? Uh, the spiral he gets he goes through a little bit yeah yeah okay it's the one where yeah. he's like he's on his bed throwing up that rubik's cube it starts with that and he's like tying okay. himself to his like fucking bed like locking himself to his bed so that way he doesn't leave and then he keeps saying like i can't sleep or i can't tell what's real or something yeah okay. and it has yeah. it has kid cuddy's day and night playing in the background which is dope fucking love it Oh, is it like slowed down though? It's slowed down, yeah, and it's yep. and it's broken up, and and there's just this nice little moment where it just it's it, you see it's like the 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 trailers like picking up, and you're seeing a little bit more of like the pump up action moments and stuff, and it's just that bouncing back and forth that day and night, day and night, day and night, and it's just like going back and forth. You're just like, oh shit, this is this is really gonna get weird. Um, hopefully it's not a letdown. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think this is going to be one of those Marvel shows that really are going to push boundaries and where they're going to want to go. Because, like, I mean, with with this character, you could straight up just drop in Blade. He's been he's he's teamed up with Moon Knight before, um, and even uh, what's his name, the Black Knight. Okay, <laughs> uh, that, that's Kid Harrington's uh, character. Yeah, in, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, just for some reason I went to Dark Knight, so. Yeah. <laughs> Batman himself. And, like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh yeah, I did see a poster. I'm like, no, but it's comparing the Batman film and Moon Knight, like which one's going to be better or whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. Um, so I guess I did see the trailer. <laughs> just, uh, no, yeah, it looks good. Um, I, but again, again, I know I've said it before, but I, I don't trust trailers, so I'm not going to get my hopes up. All right. No worries. I'll just see that. Uh, speaking of the Batman, it's been reported that this uh, new movie, The Batman, is going to be the longest running Batman, clocking in at over two hours and fifty five minutes. Compared to that, to The Dark Knight Rises, which was only two uh, two and forty five, Dark Knight two thirty two, and even Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice at two thirty one. 
We're getting a lot of Batman. This is going to be it's going to be a uh, take a pee pee before the movie because you're going to be sitting there for three hours. Don't drink a lot of water that day. No, no. Dehydrate yourself. It, like if you're going in for surgery the next day, you know how they tell you, please stop eating at eight. Do not drink anything before. Same situation. Go in like if you're going to have surgery because it's going to be three hours of the Batman. <laughs> I like that analogy or example. <laughs> 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 So stupid. Uh, yes, long Batman. But you know what? I'm excited. Uh, if, if if I was going to sit through any any Batman for three hours, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Um, I'd say go for it. Just as long as like it doesn't drag and it keeps us entertained. It tells the story well. Go for it. I don't care. But uh yeah, that's going to be a doozy. <laughs> um, some casting news, uh, two casting informations. Daniel Radcliffe is going to be playing Weird Al Yankovic in a biopic. Um, I, 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 why? Daniel Radcliffe? Harry Potter himself? Um, I One, I don't see it. Two, isn't there a big height difference? Isn't it like Weird Al like six foot two or something? I mean, it's the movies. It don't matter. Yes, I, I guess. I mean, he's gonna be on one hell of a platform, man. Daniel Radcliffe has, isn't he sitting like five, five, five or something like that? Isn't he like? I mean, he do it for Kevin Hart. <laughs> but we know Kevin Hart's short, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that I, I think I saw that, and I'm like, all right, I'll just wait until it comes out to judge it. Mm-hmm. Don't quite get it, but all right. Uh, I really don't know who I would cast as Weird Al anyways. So. I wonder if it's going to be something like um, maybe he's playing like a younger version of Weird Al and then they're going to do like a jump to the future and you're just going to have just Weird Al playing Weird Al. Um, because I don't know. I just I, I don't see him tackling this role and it being believable. I don't know. I, just, I, I don't see Daniel Radcliffe being like extremely funny. And parodying. Do you think... No, he could be funny. Uh, do you think he could... Uh, what's it called? I, do you think this is his Tick, Tick, Boom? No. <laughs> I don't think this is his Tick, Tick, Boom, man. This, this is not going to be a Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, Definitely not. Which song are you uh, waiting to hear? Uh, you know what? I've I've always been a fan of... I, I think when I first came into in, in contact with Weird Al was... All of his Michael Jackson stuff. Um, I'm fat. I'm fat. Uh, eat it and stuff like that. I, I I think those are the ones that I'm a little bit more excited to see if they if they do any of them. Uh, I want to uh, stuck in the drive through. Yes, stuck in the drive through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, white and nerdy. <laughs> what I don't want is like we don't get any of that. Like it's just an actual biopic. Like oh man, we don't get to see anything. Like. Or, like, you know? it's just a weird montage of all of his songs, and then it's just, like, back to the, the personal story. Oh, you mean Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Another news. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Star Wars casting news. Um, Ahsoka Tana series is going to be adding uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston. Winstead. Uh, no official confirm of, of what her character is going to be, but she's going to be in it. 
I don't know what it is. Maybe she's gonna be another um, bounty hunter or something. I forgot that was happening. Yeah, I kind of forget that too, and I think it's coming out sometime this year too, isn't it? I have no idea. That's how much I forgot. Like I, I know Kenobi's <laughs> coming out this March. Oh shit! Really? March? Yeah, I want to say like March is is I think Kenobi. Yeah, March, interesting. March or April? It's coming soon. Hmm. But I don't know. Um, new shows or shows and movies coming up. Uh, a Christmas Story sequel is going to be uh, is set to to be in the works with the original star uh, Peter Billing Billingsley Billingsley, the little kid that played Rafi. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the one with the BB gun, right? Yeah, you're shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, they're they're doing a sequel to that one. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I think it's I think it could be fun. I've I've been waiting for like a sequel. They, I think they did be, do a sequel, but it was like a made for TV movie kind of sequel. It could be fun, but I can never. That's not like in my Christmas lineup. Really? Yeah. A Christmas story is not on your 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 must see Christmas movies. Nope. Oh, man, I think that's like right up there with like The Grinch, A Christmas Story, Muppets uh, Christmas Carol. That's my top three, man. No, I replaced Christmas Story with Elf. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, Elf. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I won't say it's not like a, dude, like uh, if someone puts it on, I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, fuck that. Like, you know, like I'll watch it. It's funny. It's, it's, yeah, it's funny, dude. It's funny. I'm like, but I'm just like, it's not, it doesn't make my uh, movie night. <laughs> if, I, if I'm picking the movies, it doesn't make my movie night. Remember to drink your Ovaltine. And then the Son like, of a bitch. What I do want is that lamp. That, that little the, the, lamp. the leg lamp. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been wanting. Every no time, one ever gives it to me. Every time I remember that leg lamp scene, whatever, I think I just—it's that moment when like he starts touching the leg, but he starts like rubbing up the leg, and I'm like, "Stop it!" Um, every Christmas I ask for it, I never do. <laughs> the, the leg. Maybe lamp. 2022. Fingers crossed. 2022. Um, Godzilla TV series is in development for Apple TV. Um, I think they're diving more into the monster franchise of, of Godzilla. How you feeling about that? I know one friend of ours was, is probably excited as hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, one of our uh, past guests, yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out, Mario. Uh, <laughs> our Godzilla guide. Um, uh, um, damn, I don't know, dude, because, I mean, all the Godzilla movies have been pretty good. They've all been pretty solid. Uh, the last Godzilla series I could think of. Oh wait, you know I think there's one on Netflix. But the one I was thinking of was that animated one, like in the early 2000s. I want to say. Oh, based off like the, the the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Yeah, the Godzilla we don't talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited, especially if it's going to be live action. I'm, I, I think it'll it'll fill in the gaps of all the Godzilla needs whenever we get a Godzilla movie. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I it's so it's- focused on on the battle. Yeah, I think it will be it will be like our fix for like <laughs> monster movie kind of thing. Like, yeah, a little fix. Yeah, I think it's definitely gonna do. I think it's gonna do good. It'll scratch uh, the itch. It'll scratch. It'll scratch somebody's itch. I know that for sure. <laughs> um, last bit of news: two fans filed for a federal lawsuit on Friday uh, for um, feeling like they were tricked. Uh, they rented the movie yesterday because they were told that Anna de Armas was supposed to appear. Because of her uh, scene in the trailer. And she wasn't in it. 
That's why I don't watch trailers. That's why we don't watch trailers. <laughs> um, come on, man. IMDb that shit. Come on, Google, man. I don't think it's going to. I think I think if you IMDb it, she's still technically casted. I don't know. Um, the whole I, issue I, with that is that she was supposed to be a love, a somewhat love interest in the movie. Um, for anybody that actually remembered that movie. Um, but she was cut for like time and, and they felt that it was a wrong move for him to have like a weird love triangle with her character. So she was cut, but she very much is in the trailer. If you look at I, it, I would just say this. I think she would have just made it a little bit more tolerable. I think she would have made it way better. Uh, just by her presence, <laughs> just, just give her a Nick Cage, Willie's wonder land uh kind of role doesn't say anything dude she would have been awesome you know what if other than nicholas cage her just gonna say it just gonna say it <laughs> if she's just there acting all seductive <laughs> not even man kicking ass like the way nicholas cage did and then every now and then she had to go take a break if anything they should have sued for her role in no time to die i'll just say that oh my i was about to sue for no time to die man that that was frustrating they were like She's our she's our our leading actress. She's gonna bring this fa- franchise to a new level of of kickassery, and it was just like five minutes, and then I was about to walk out. Sometimes I just rewatch that movie just for those five minutes. Just for those five minutes, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm satisfied. I'm you, once you just pass those five minutes, you 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 hop right out. Close. <laughs> well, I guess this is where I'm gonna head out. Just uh, picture me as the SpongeBob meme. That's me <laughs> after those five minutes. That what is that? That scene from uh, from uh, the Simpsons when when uh, Abe Simpson, Grandpa Simpson, comes into the the burlesque and sees Bart. Oh. <laughs> he comes in, puts his hat up, <laughs> just walks right back out. I thought you were gonna say when uh, uh, Homer goes into the bushes again, like, oh. or, or he comes out. I forget. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, you got you got our our jokes here. Uh, yeah, we're disappointed. Um, but yeah, what hell of a news day. Thank you. Our week. I don't know why I said thank you. Like if it was like if I had something to do with it. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> I worked real hard. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, you know I have a lot of contacts. I, I was everywhere to this week. I was calling people. Uh, <laughs> you have no idea how hard I got to get those scoops, man. Hey, Marge, what's the scoop? <laughs> <laughs> she thought I beat it, Bowser. Uh, but that is all I have for news. Are you ready to jump into the tragedy of Macbeth? Hi, sir. All right, let's jump into it. Um, like always, we're going to do our um, spoiler-free review. And then once we get into it, we'll let you guys know when we're going to jump into spoilers. I don't know how much is not able to spoil, seeing as that this is a Shakespeare adaptation. Yeah. And I, I I believe everybody knows Macbeth, even if you're not into the theater group. You, you mean the Scottish play? No, I'm going to say Macbeth like a fucking... <laughs> Like an a goddamn adult. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. I feel Macbeth. like this thing's. I f- <gasps> I'm just going to constantly say it. I'm going to just constantly no. say it as much as I can. You guys couldn't see it, but I I have a green tea here. I threw it over my shoulder. That's supposed to be um, salt. You yeah, threw over your shoulder green tea. Rules so say you, you can made use, it worse. Rules say you could substitute green tea for salt if absolutely needed. Uh, That's rules. 
the green tea, the uh, big export of the Scottish Highlands. <laughs> Uh, back in 1962, they uh, <laughs> my grandpappy actually was one of the people going for that rule. But anyways, no, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I if you haven't, oh well, I guess I don't know. Uh, but yeah, let uh, let's jump into it. What were you? Th- what, what's up? No, I was gonna say. Do you want to go first? Or I go first. Uh, I'll go first if you want. Okay. Um, I I need your pace. I, I uh, thank you. We we should change <laughs> up the pace. Um, I I like this movie. I liked it a lot. Um, I did not go see it in theaters. Uh, I know you were saying something about possibly going to watch it. Um, I caught it on on Apple TV, and I was very impressed. Um, with the, both the acting, the the look of the play or the the movie, it, it felt like it was shot on a on a like a stage. And and the fact that it's all in black and white and the way it uses its set and sometimes the way it just doesn't use the set. It's just it's a fucking amazing movie to watch. I don't know. What were your thoughts? Uh, I want to say it's a pretty good film. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite Macbeth version. though. You got it. You got a different one. Uh, the one I really like. It's three hours long. Though. Uh, Patrick's it's the one with Patrick Stewart. I uh, forget what that Stewart. was. Yeah, I think that one's really good. Um, but yeah, this one's a pretty good one. Um, it's only, I think it's under two hours for sure. It's only an hour and like 29 minutes. Or 40, I don't know, man. Uh, but I yeah, think it's, uh, I think it's only an hour and 20. But yeah, like. Oh, my best. Yeah, so, you are right. An hour 40. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. And then. <clears throat> uh, so if you just want like a good viewing. Uh, I, I think they do really well with the language. Uh, they don't try to do accents, so that helps. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a modern telling of the story, so I think this is the more digestible one mm-hmm. that I've seen. Um, and it's pretty hard. I was going to say it's pretty hard not to fuck up Shakespeare, but I've seen some bad movies. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, again, like Jonah said, like it's if anything, if you're gonna watch this movie, watch it for like a cinema photography. It's like just great to look at. I could really just pause the film, and then that will be a picture on my wall somewhere. Like, yes, yes. Uh, and they use what they had really well. There is uh, some flaws I had with it, um, but I don't want to say it right now because I feel. I don't know how much notes I have, but I feel like that would be like spoiler, spoiler, yeah, spoiler part. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, just, I would just say it's more digestible. It's uh, kind of quickly paced for Shakespeare. It is, it is, and and I think it, yeah. it, it it stems from the fact that I think a lot of it is. It's not that it's cut down, but it uses what it needs to from the play in order to get the idea across, mm-hmm. and a lot of the. <clears throat> The Shakespearean dialogue can be a little bit of a, I don't know what's going on. And there was a moment where I had to pause and like look up like, wait, who's who and why is why? But overall, if if you're watching it through, you you kind of could eventually forget about the, the language and just appreciate the acting. There yeah. was a lot of times where I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but I am so fascinated by how... Denzel Washington is just portraying this character. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if if you watch anime and you watch sub, I think it's kind of like that, or like any like 
a foreign film where mm-hmm. like they're speaking another language and you don't know, but you're watching the subtitles. No subtitles probably won't help you, but like I think you just by the emotion they're doing, mm-hmm. you kind of get the gist of it. And I think what it would help if you want to do this, like I think just getting the story arc, like just reading a synopsis or whatever, like the Wikipedia page, and then getting that and then watching it will help you because now you're like, wait, what the hell's going on? Who's betraying what? What? Huh? Mm-hmm. Who died? And I'm like, because I think, yeah, at first Shakespeare's intimidating because of like the language, but once you get the story, it's just like, oh, I know what they're saying. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, and uh, what I like about Shakespeare is just like the language. Like, just to say, I went to the door. He's like. I walked down the, I don't know, just like <laughs> the valley of trees, um, <laughs> the green trees of, I don't know. Like he uses the words very well. And uh, thus I come hither to thy knocking upon yeah. thy, upon thy, <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, do I hear something in the, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would just say kind of do that or just watch it. And if you want to do a rewatch and then, cause now you know the story. Yeah, do that too. Um, yeah, I'll just say, don't be as tim- tim- intimidated. It's not that bad, and and it does and it does kind of have that feeling of a little bit of intimidation when you first start off because it it right away drops you in and and it kind of doesn't it doesn't hold your hand in a way that I think I've seen other depictions of of Shakespeare where there it's kind of almost a little winky and naughty like it's kind of like. Hey, we're modernizing this for you so you understand. There's really not a much hand holding in this in this in this movie that I to the point where like I'm so lost. But I'm slowly finding my way back. What helps is the actors are also like physical yes. while saying things. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Especially um oh, what's her name? Um The The Sisters? The Sisters. Why am I forgetting her name? Where is she? Parker? No. Um Oh man, I'm 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 lost. Me too. Uh, Catherine Hunter. There you go. Catherine Hunter. Uh the her portrayal of the witches is just so fucking like just so like mesmerizing. And and it, and it draws you in and a lot of what she's saying is is what's kind of like pushing the story and what's pushing the reasoning behind some of the motives and you're you don't really know what she's saying you just know that she's she's probably she's dropping off some really heavy hitting like news but the way she performs it is just amazing yeah and i was like um what i also look forward to doing shakespeare like okay dude this thing has been told so many times Mm -hmm. uh especially like if you're a theater dude like or do that whatever uh but yeah like you just hear this story so many times i'm like all right what so like every time you want something new you don't want the same old story because you've already seen that Mm -hmm. and so with this i think it's something different um again not probably not the best one but i think it's something different um and uh, first off yeah the cinematography again uh but the way they chose to uh, portray the sisters in here i'm like oh that's new i haven't seen that at all Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Uh, and what I also like is that they actually got actors that have are experienced and have like are like theater uh, actors. I yeah. um, Denzel, if you guys don't know, he was in theater. Yeah, uh, actually, I think he was another Shakespeare. I think one of my favorite uh, plays, uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that one. 
um, Francis McDormand, three time Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I haven't checked her, uh, filmography or whatever, but like, I'm, she's experienced enough with that. Uh, and then Corey Hawkins, uh, I think he went to Juilliard. And so, and we've seen him diverse. He's he went straight out of Compton. He went in the Heights and now he's in this movie. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I very much loved him in this movie. He was, I mean, I don't know how much of a spoiler this is, but he's not all that in the movie. But the moments that he does have are really powerful, and I and I very much love his, um, his 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 Macduff. It's it's so much more interesting than I than I think I've seen other portrayals of. For how much little time I think he was in the movie, mm-hmm. um, but go on. You were you were saying about praising the cast. Oh no! Yeah, that was pretty much it. Because <laughs> that's the ones I know. The other ones, um, the all everyone in this movie is pretty solid. There's not like uh, they should have just recasted on that one or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think if anything, the how were your feelings about the 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 black and white use of lack of color? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just. Uh, Again, like I, if you're gonna do that, I feel there should be a reasoning. And then it's not like Macbeth shouldn't have it, but like I just like I felt like it was just to do it. I I didn't really. Maybe I'm missing something, but I think if anything, I I I, I very much loved. <clears throat> I think I loved the 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 fact that it was it was set in like this black and white tone because of the fact that 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 this. A lot of people don't kind of realize that Macbeth is kind of it could be a horror movie in a small little way, like a suspenseful horror movie. I mean, pretty much, it, yeah. It's just uh, a bunch of violence, a bunch of betrayal, a bunch of yeah, bloodshed, yeah, witches and be. whatnot. Um, and and to to set it in this tone of of just black and white, it, it felt like it brought out that essence of. What's in the shadows? Who's that over there? Not everybody is easily seen. And they're not really worried about everybody has to be visible. It's just everybody has their moments in the dark. And and I think it really captured that imagination of of no one really could be trusted. And it and it shows so much in, in the way it's lit. And 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 the kind of kind of almost like like handicapping yourself because it's 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 not able you're not able to use the colors you're not able to portray um lady macbeth and macbeth and these colors that that represents who they are underneath the characters you you you're, you're stripping all that away and you're just using black and white and how are you going to try to tell this story with minimalistic lighting minimalistic colors and cat uh like acting or not acting um like like costuming and stuff, and and in and in, in certain parts it helps it helps a lot, and other parts I feel like it kind of stifled it. But overall, I I love the fact that it was placed in black and white, specifically for that reason. It brought a lot of the the Laurence Olivier's um, Hamlet. I don't know if you remember seeing that one. Don't remember quite as much. It, it, it does kind of have that feeling to me. I, I thought the big, the big set pieces that feel like they just continue going on and on. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I, I, I think I, if anything, I, I loved it for that. 
Yeah, I mean, I loved it because it looks really good, but I'm just like, uh, I don't, because again, I have my flaws about it. Okay. Uh, not that specific topic, but yeah. All right, all right. Um, did you want to jump into spoilers? Yeah, uh, and then if you're wondering <laughs> about ratings uh, or gradings, uh, I give it a B. You give it a B? I yep. think I'm giving it an A minus. I think it was. I think it deserved it. It's it's praise that I think it's going to get, especially with the Oscars and especially with the the performance and just overall set design. I think it it, it really earns its praise. Um, but if you are ready, yep, and our audience is ready, I think we're gonna jump into fucking spoilers. Yeah. So spoiler warning in three, two, one. What were your what are your real thoughts there, Hoover? <laughs> okay, so what I wanted to say um, was I think everyone brought their A game. Everyone did their job. I think all oh, the movie, and for that, I think the movie overall is a success. Uh, but I think that's what it was. It's just that we, everyone did their, everyone got like their own individual time to shine, but not as a group. If okay. that makes sense. Because, like, uh, yeah, a lot of scenes, like, especially Denzel, he he really kills it. Like, he knows his shit. Like, he's giving these awesome monologues. Uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, when he's walking down the hall when he's about to kill Duncan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's just so... You can see what his, his thoughts are. Um, and then you could see, like, oh, where he's going with this and everything. And then just how it's filmed, too. It's just, like, thought after thought. And then it's just getting more of the idea what he's going to do. Um, that was cool. But then like stuff like that, that's awesome. Um, but like, I didn't get any, there wasn't any scene where I'm like, this is a fucking scene. We're in it. Um, the closest one was probably after he's done the deed, he talks to Francis McDormand. Let I me mean, lady Macbeth. Uh, and then they're kind of talking to each other, but not to each other. Like, they're just kind of kind of doing like mini monologues instead of like dialogues. Uh, that could probably just because that's Shakespeare, but like I didn't get and then like they're supposed to be a couple, like almost like a power couple, you know, like yeah, uh, we're in this together, man. And <clears throat> then you don't really get that relationship. Or and then Lady Macbeth is supposed to be kind of like, hey, you should do this, you know, you should be more. And then devil in his ear kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And Macbeth like, no, nah, I don't know, man. Like, and so I didn't really get that. And I'm like, that's why I was kind of disappointed in this movie. Uh, so yeah, it's like just stuff like that. I, I understand what you, how you're feeling. And, and especially when it comes down to uh, the, the connection of these characters, it does kind of hurt itself in a way that, that, that I don't feel why are these characters important to each other? I understand why they're important to themselves. And and I think a lot of them monologuing to themselves and what they're going through, I think it helps. One, it, it really kind of brings out this element of the mental issue in, in Macbeth and, and seeing Macbeth go down this rabbit hole of madness and just what it does to him personally in and how he tackles his like i just killed the man that i was loyal to for so long that now it's like 
what does that make me? And then you really kind of understand the fear that he has of someone basically doing it to him. And I think it also helps with, with understanding Lady Macbeth's struggle and, and slowly but surely finding that madness as well. But you're right. There is not a moment where I feel like they are, they're a couple. And, and when does that moment of, when does her, her feelings and his emotions matter to each other? And you don't get that at all. Um, it also kind of taints when, when you have these moments of their death. Like Lady Macbeth dies and, and Macbeth is just fucking like, oh, oh, well, I got other shit I got to do, I guess. And, and, and that kind of sucks. Like I, I, I want to see these moments where people are reacting to the death that just happened and they're not there. Yeah. And then uh, pretty much this is like supposed to be all drama, betrayal, uh, hunger for power. And I'm like. I kind of got that, but I didn't really get the emotion. Uh, maybe it's just a stylistic choice. They wanted to show you something else. Like again, like the, the thoughts you have, like the psychological part and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But like, I'm like, ah, and, uh, that's why I was like, just a little disappointed. Um, and that, um, and, and also, cause I think I praise the pacing. Cause I'm like for Shakespeare, I'm like, okay, there's not like any really downtime. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it also hindered because of that because we didn't get those moments. That's why. Um, right. So yeah, I I mean I'm not too too fully familiar with with the Shakespeare, or with with the the Macbeth play. I I, ha- I haven't read it in such a long time, or seen a production on stage of it. Um, is are there moments in Macbeth where 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 it's a little bit more of like a a more punchier scene that maybe could have been filmed that would have been that moment that you wanted in the movie to the best of your knowledge um okay so <laughs> maybe i was coming coming off cross as like a Macbeth expert but it's because I, I okay first okay first i was in the parody of Macbeth Macbeth so i know the story from there that's like where i got the gist from it right second i got a retelling or i think i had to re- read it in a theater history class Mm-hmm. Then I I went to a theater festival where they did Flamenco Macbeth, where, you know, they influenced uh, Flamenco dancing into Macbeth. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. that's interesting. But it was just, it wasn't, I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. They're going to introduce dancing into it. Like, they won't probably even speak in some scenes. It was like, no, it was just a scene from Macbeth, then some dancing, then another scene. I'm like, oh, that's just kind of lame. Like, ah. Uh. And so that's why that's why I like this one because I'm like it did things differently. It wasn't just a retelling. Um, I think one I wish I could have got more. The one I, that comes to mind is probably after he gets the deed done, like you know, uh, when he he kills Duncan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Um. Yeah, uh, <laughs> probably just that one. That's the one I'm blanking out right now. But yeah. I think if any, I think one scene that I thought was a little bit more punchier and a little bit more, a little bit more exciting to watch is the the fight between him and Macduff at the end, mm-hmm. and or the him Macduff at the end and uh, right before that, um, uh, who who is that he fights? He fights. Um, oh, the guy before him. Before him, um, I believe it. I believe it's is it Angus that he fights. I want to say, is it Wayface? No. 
Ah, uh, I can't remember. I can't. I can't remember who who it is that he fights. But yeah, I I would say that that one's kind of that scene was kind of rushed. I have that on my notes. Mm-hmm. That all kind of just the whole and the ending happened like super quick. Like, all right. I don't know. I I, I kind of enjoyed that and how a little bit more action packed it was, and how much more exciting it was to to see him kind of actually feel like the general that he is. Because because he is he he he's supposed to be this 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 man of armor or not man of armor but like this man of war that that has has he I mean the movie starts off with him already being just coming back from war mm-hmm. and he 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 came out victorious and I would oh, no, yeah. I would have loved to have seen a little bit more of that no him. yeah uh, yeah. Uh... No, that fight scene at the end was pretty sick. It's just like I thought it was just very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I remember, I'm like, oh, th- this is good. I just wish it would last a little longer mm-hmm. since it's like the most action we get in the whole movie. Um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, usually the, they just kind of skip that whole war thing and they just, uh, oh, we're returning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Um, what were your what were your thoughts on 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 some of the supporting characters of like um, of ah uh, what's his name uh, Brendan Gleeson as Duncan and 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 uh, Barley Cavill as 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 Banquel. Uh, Brendan Gleeson, uh, he did a pretty solid job. Uh, you know, Duncan's kind of very quick because you know he dies like he dies within in the, the beginning first act. I want to say. Yeah, somewhere around there. He dies in the beginning somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, everyone's like, oh, he's barely in the movie. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his fault. That's just how the movie is. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just never really cared for Duncan because he's just like the thing that starts, that initiates the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm more interested in Banquo, uh, you know, the other people. Uh, Banquo, I think he did a fine job. I wish, again, uh, they would have built like more of a, uh, friendship between him and Macbeth, because mm-hmm. then they're they just feel like co-workers, like they're co- close, you know, like in a co-worker kind of sense. Like yeah. you're kind of close to them, but like after work, after you punch out, like eh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got that too because I I remember if there's one thing I remember is that that Banquo and 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 Mc, Mc, uh, I was gonna say McBain. I've been trying my hardest not to say McBain. Uh, Macbeth. It's more of a, a like a portrayal of of almost like brotherly like in aspect, right? Yep. And this one really does kind of just like push that aside, and it becomes more of like a like you said. Like for a second, I even thought that that uh, Banquo was was like a like a servant to to Macbeth, and I was like, what? Why is it so distant? I mean, it's kind of like that. It's like Banquo is like his Robin. Is it? A little bit, but like again, like they're 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 kind of closer than that. But like you know, like, uh, like how you said, they're mostly like brothers or best friends, kind of ish. Mm-hmm. Than just like you know, like servant wise. But like, no, they're. I think it's not his servant, but like you know, yeah, it's Batman and Robin, pretty much like right partnership. Yeah, no, I I was kind of I was I was hoping to see a little bit more because I don't know I, I I remember a lot of like a lot of it is just. It's that kind of betrayal of 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 Banquo and 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 Mc, I was gonna say McBain again. Fuck. <laughs> um, 
uh, Macbeth, and and I don't know, like I I thought that that moment kind of just went super quick, mm-hmm. and and I didn't like the fact that it it didn't take its time with one. It doesn't. I feel like it doesn't take its time to set up the next murder. Yeah, that's planning on on coming. Why is it so important? Maybe that's just because you don't you're not completely following along with the the words because they they you're you know you're stuck with this this Shakespearean language and and it doesn't kind of help that that you don't know where 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 Denzel Washington is with his what he has to do. Mm-hmm. You you understand that he's he it's troubling him. He understand that he's feeling the grief. You understand that he's feeling the pressure, but you don't know why he has to do what he has to do for those audience that aren't paying attention, or at least yeah, that, that aren't understanding it. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm like, I didn't feel like any intensity built up. Like, yes, there are excellent scenes, but I never felt like, oh shit, what the fuck's gonna happen next? Even though I already know what's gonna happen next, like you know, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just wish there's more intensity not in the scenes because you know again like the actors do their job like mm-hmm. but just as a whole story i think yeah yeah um what were your thoughts on on like the the overall set design and and, and the costuming because i think if anything that that was the one thing i loved about it yeah yeah that's the one thing i have no complaints about yeah um <laughs> i do kind of have i just don't I, I don't I don't know maybe I just didn't have enough time to think about like why is it black and white, mm-hmm. uh, but like besides that like no it's just excellent I like the st- uh, stylistic choice they made made with that I thought to myself what was it um what did I say oh um why does it look so bare but so full yeah there there is a sense of of like these big rooms that that have nothing but like a bed and a wash station. Mm-hmm. And that's it, but yet it it I and I think what it comes down to is is the fact that it is in black and white, and a lot of it is just shadow. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's these big rooms with very little furniture in it, but the way it's lit, it makes it feel like these big rooms are closing in on these people, or it makes it look like it's a big room because they're just they're lonely, they're, they're fucking they're by themselves. Almost. Wes Anderson ish, I would a, say a little Wes Anderson, yeah. Because there's even moments where like a lot of the background looks like it's a matte painting. No, yeah. Um, I was gonna say the banquet scene when he has his hallucination the first time. Um, I think it was just literally just like a like a hall, a hall room with just two tables mm-hmm. and a bunch of people in it. That's like but, there wasn't like a. <laughs> There was uh, all big. A, 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 yeah, a feast and a band and like f- fire everywhere and like to light up the room and <laughs> like we usually see in like medieval like films. Yeah, it was just like bare. Like, uh, okay, we only got like five minutes to film this. Uh, <laughs> just bring in some picnic tables from the back and uh, yeah, bring your friends and family. We'll just do this real quick. Like a lot of the budget <laughs> of this movie went to the actors. Let's be honest. <laughs> There was real no budget for set design, yeah. <laughs> but it, they, you know what? They did what they can, and, and honestly, I, I think it, it works a lot for the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, hell yeah! Because um, I forget, it's Macbeth's assistant. I forgot what he's called. Uh, is it Ross? Ross. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's uh, when um, Macbeth decides to like kill Banquo, like hit, hire hitmen and everything. 
mm-hmm. mercenaries, uh, <laughs> killers. Uh, not gonna just just say every word. Um, no, he comes out of the shadows from like from the road, and I'm like, oh, this looks really nice. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he's just coming out of the shadows into the light, um, and I'm like, oh, that's that's a really nice scene. I like how it just looks. Um, that was one of my favorite parts to look at. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, I I I, I love. There is that moment when, when I think when, when he, that, that moment when he's, he's, he's hiring the, the, the mercenaries and he's in that like tomb area or, or it's, it's just a corridor. Like there's not really like, like a set like area where you could be like, ah, that's this area. Like that's a, that's a living room area. Um, it's just this like open circular room. Um, and the light is cast down from the top down, and you just see Macbeth coming in and out of the light as he's circling these these, these men, basically telling them what their mission is. And and I love the way that they use that lighting to kind of just bring him in. And it's just an empty room. It's very black box theater style. Um, and, and I think it works just so perfectly with... with Internal mo- internal goals and motives and, and, and what people are feeling is expressed through these empty rooms and a big lighting. Uh, the other thing was, uh, what's it called? Oh, no, yeah, continuing with the scene. My bad, I forgot to mention it. Um, continuing with the scene where uh, Ross is, like, gonna kill Banquo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that little scene there, but then my favorite part is uh, when um, Banquo's son uh, just goes into, like, the bushes or the high grass, mm-hmm. and then Ross is just like looking for him. I'm like that whole scene just like really looks nice, like with the lighting, like the set, the set, like him just walking through the grass, uh, the little kid just hiding in the grass, like yeah, yeah. Um, no, man, I, I I love the way that the set design is feels, and and a lot of it does feel like it's maybe set in like a studio that they kind of build maybe maybe like 10 feet of actual stage and the rest of it is just this big painting on the background um it works so well and i don't know why it works as well as it does yeah but just visually seeing that i think it, it, it allows you to kind of take in what you're looking at and then immediately kind of just okay now i can kind of let that rest i can focus on the characters and I could focus on what their goals are because I know that I'm not understanding what they're saying. So I can take that extra time to just appreciate the acting and appreciate what they're, what they're portraying. Um, I just, I, I fucking loved it. I, I, I loved it so much. Um, Oh, I went. I blinked out. <laughs> I had yeah, a thought. I fucking had it. I was just like, oh, fuck, I blinked out. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't saying anything. I'm like, oh, okay, I got time to look at my notes to see if I got anything else. And then I'm like, I'm like, wait, why did he pause? <laughs> just, I had something here and I completely blinked. <laughs> um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, uh, um, the fact that it's it's a Coen Brothers movie. Coen Brother right. yeah. movie. Um it, it it's it still kind of feels like that. It's they. I think if anything, the Coen brothers know how to adapt these these characters in a very fantastical way, but yet still bringing a sense of reality and a sense of of 
responsibility to their worlds, but still allowing it to be this very fairy tale like way. I, if anything, the one that comes to mind more is is like Oh Brother War Art Thou. <laughs> yeah, and and you kind of seeing how, yes, these are characters that are are very funny and very very lively in a world that's a little bit darker but yet for some reason it works it works in a way that that you just you can't put your finger on but it's you know it's coen brothers that's why i think that this way this movie kind of works a little bit more with the minimal set and the very minimal uh costuming it just i think it works a little bit better within the hands of of joel coen um but that's what I was going to say. That's what I blanked on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good old Joko. Joko. Um, <laughs> hey, that's, your, just, that's you. That's me. Uh, what were your thoughts on Frances McDormand? I feel like we, we haven't really talked about her. Oh, yeah. Um, I I kind of grouped her in with the uh, oh, everyone did a solid part thing. I mm-hmm. uh, know. Yeah, she did. She, again, like she does a solid part. Um Maybe that's another scene. I, like when she starts like losing it. Yes, that's a that was a fucking hard moment right there when when she's she's sleepwalking, right? Yeah. That that scene when ah oh man when she's she's out there washing her hands and she's just she's just wailing at as, as to what she's she thinks she sees on her hands. Yeah. That fucking scene though. Like, yeah, like so, like I've seen that couple of times now it's always a good great scene uh I, if i was like a woman i would try to master that monologue because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really fucking good monologue uh aye, aye, so, yeah. it's 2022 men can play women's parts too okay hoover let's not forget that i mean it's lady <laughs> Macbeth, but yeah sure we could do that i'm sure everyone wants to see hoover as lady <laughs> Macbeth. i would i want to see lady Macbeth. I want to see no. Hoover Macbeth. Why not? Maybe 2023 is my year. <laughs> not this year, though. Not still need some time. work. Mm-hmm. Well, you still um, got to memorize that monologue, man. Yeah, that's why I need to hear. That's a that's a year's worth of work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, no, yeah. Um, um, and then I, I, okay, I said like all the. Oh, the I wish I, they could have got more of a relationship. She, I mean, again, she does a solid job when uh, after like, oh, what the fuck? Because um, what I like is just like uh, Lady Macbeth. She's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, do you, um, yeah, what the fuck? You, why did you bring the daggers here, you idiot? Like, mm-hmm. go, dude, freaking frame the guards, dude. What the hell? Right. And then and that's her Thanos moment. Like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> like, yeah, and and. You, yeah. you, I like the way it kind of sets her up as this. It's she. I. You said that you kind of had issues with the fact that she's not this like whisper in his ear. Oh, you got to make this happen. You got to make that happen. Mm-hmm. She kind of takes the power for herself and is just like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm. I. I, I got to go do this again. Like I'm going yeah. to go take on this. This. This power. Yeah, I mean, like I think from what I remember, it's. I think she's always. Ha- she's the one that wears the pants. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, uh, and kind of living through Macbeth. Yeah, Macbeth has his title, but that means I'm number one. Like, right? I'm just using him to get like to get power. Like, um, but yeah, that was the one scene I felt like they were somewhat connected. Mm-hmm. 
the other scene, it was a very small thing she did, but um, I think Macbeth, Macbeth is just coming from somewhere and it's like going into the banquet. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh my lord, uh, you forgot to say cheers! Like, come on, like, and like Macbeth is still out of, out of it. It's like, oh, um, what was the line? Uh, uh, uh although, I oh, know my bad. <laughs> now, good digestion. Now, good digestion. Uh, weight and appetite and health, and then she says on both. Like, mm-hmm. finishes her. Yeah, because he's he's like he's struggling to. Like speak right, and I thought that I think that was just like a little like <laughs> that's that's like a really cute moment right there because, but I wish I had I would have like more of those moments you know, mm-hmm. uh so yeah no but yeah Francis McDormand another one I think she's yeah she should get a nom. I don't I say I, I don't think anybody other than than Denzel and her are gonna get any kind of recognition. I think Corey uh Corey will. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I I don't see anybody getting nominated or anything really getting nominated besides them or Catherine for, for for acting. I think Catherine will. Even her, I feel like it's it's probably not going to be. Maybe, maybe, but I don't. I don't. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. Will she win her fourth? Will Francis win her fourth? Probably not. I I will say that she's going four times in a row. Uh, not in a row, but yeah. Um, not in a row, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how did you feel about the 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 end of for for Lady Macbeth? Um, because it, it, and I mean, the play I believe really kind of puts this idea that she throws herself down the stairs or commits suicide because of just how much pressure and and madness that she's going through. But this one portrays that that. Um, Ross is the one that 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 possibly pushed her down the stairs. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on that? I I, I kind of felt like I I kind of liked it, but at the same time, I don't know. Uh, it was different, but then well, I don't know what that would mean for Ross. Why would Ross want that? Well, because Ross is really the one playing both sides as to who's going to be on top. Like he's he's kind of like mm-hmm. switching allegiance to whoever seems like they're going to be making it out the end. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I guess so. And to kind of like put a push her off thing, it, it, it would have kind of like, okay, well, that's one less person we have to worry about. Now we can only focus on Macbeth and dealing with his, you know, ish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of liked it, but I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, I didn't think about that. It, I didn't think about it into that much. But yeah, like, I guess you could see like maybe just Ross... Maybe I, I would like to see what, well, here's clearish motives. Like, oh, I just don't want to be, maybe the next person in charge is going to get rid of me because mm-hmm. maybe he's just not that likable or something. Right. Or is, does he want to be in charge? Like, that's, I, that's what I would like to think. Like, I don't think he wants to be in charge more in the fact that I think he just wants to be taken care of yeah. because in the end you do see that he keeps, Banquo's son, uh, um, um, I forget his name, uh, he comes back for him. And it kind of, it does set up this idea that, that Banquo's son is now going to be the ruler of Scotland. Just as, as the witches, you know, have had said in their, in their, in their fortune. Mm. And so, like, it does kind of give you this feeling like he's just taking out the people that he needs to get rid of. And kind of being the lapdog of the people that he maybe thinks is going to kind of help him out. But that's the thing. It's like a maybe. It's not. 
But then again, he's just he's also just so sneaky about it that he's just gonna switch allegiance. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That was just like, I kind of like if you're gonna do that, just give me like a reasoning, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't um like don't spoon feed it like oh this is clear motives, but at least like some hint mm-hmm. of which direction you want to go to, you know. Uh, so yeah, um, that that's what I gotta say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. What did you think about the 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 final battle um, between Macduff and 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 Macbeth? Oh no, yeah, like I I, th- I think I said it before. I think it was action packed. Just I, th- for me, it just happened like too quickly. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then again, like a little bit anticlimactic because I didn't not because it wasn't good. It was just like we didn't get any build up to it. Mm-hmm. I from what I could remember i think if anything i mean at 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 this point in the movie where where we've kind of gone through the full movie of of not being a uh a movie that's going to bring in this big climax bring in this big performance it's a quiet character driven movie and to have this moment at the end i think would have if you would have went a little too big i think it would have been a little too a little too much in a movie that didn't need it. And I think how simple as it was, I think I enjoyed it for that because it, it, if in the end, it kind of, it's really still telling you like, sure. Mac, Macbeth is, is, you know, he's a good fighter, but at the same time, he's just so fucking like, he's so gone, just so mad and maddening and, 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 and filled with grief that he's he doesn't he's not paying attention to like perfect form. He's not paying attention to you know skills and stuff. He's just he's going through who he can go through and this was the person that got the better of him. Um especially with the fact that he he gets his head lopped off because he goes for the crown that he's been fighting for. And I think I loved it because of that. No, yeah. That's it. That, that's all. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i thought you were gonna see more no i mean i just that's 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 why i think i i liked how minimalistic that fight was no yeah uh i'm not i'm not saying like they should have brought like thanos into it or anything <laughs> but i i wish they would have just uh maybe even just have another scene like how maybe you said like um you wanted to see a little bit more of uh, like denzel being that warrior mm-hmm. maybe have that small scene where you just see him kick ass like see how good he is mm-hmm and then just to see how, and then to see his perfect form and everything, and then just to see the contrast. Yeah, the contrast of he's just like just swinging and fuck, <laughs> I dropped something. Mm-hmm. Um, just him swinging and just not even thinking. Because I mean, we do see that already. Because uh, he just starts speaking to like the servants, like, "Oh, what do you what do you think is going to happen here?" Like, blah blah blah. Like, like you really see him going into the spiral of mm-hmm. his doom. But uh, yeah, like I didn't. And then I mean, McDuff has his reasons. He did kill his his whole family. That moment was fucking intense, right there. Yeah, <laughs> when they fucking throw his son off the the balcony. Oh yeah, it. Uh, so like, it's not like they both didn't have their reasons to fight or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's just I'm like, I wish I don't know. I I would maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just my wishful thinking like i kind of wanted almost like novella like like <laughs> <laughs> okay not like so over dramatic and everything but uh 
You wanted someone with amnesia <laughs> coming back. <laughs> no, like just uh, like all McDuff and him, but heads are yeah. a little more intense and just like uh, now they have their more reason to kill each other or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I gotta just gotta review it and rewatch it. I think so. this movie definitely does require a rewatch. In in mm-hmm. in one, I think you're going to watch this movie and be like, I don't know what what went on. I liked it. I just don't know why. And then a simple you know simple Google, understand the story a little bit better, and then go back into it. I think you will you'll be able to appreciate this movie a lot more. Another thing, maybe I just need to reread it. <laughs> That's probably another thing too. Because maybe maybe yeah, because maybe I'm just thinking. I've seen so many versions of it. I don't know what's the actual. How much people are still using the the actual text of? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Because yeah, like you said, like there's I've seen so many different versions, people's reimaginations of it all. But I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen an actual version of the Shakespeare original play. Yeah. Um. I really kind of want to know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh. Again, I just want to give one more praise. Uh, Catherine Hunter, fucking awesome, dude. Just, I don't think we talked about her too much, but like her physicality, her, when I first didn't, like she was saying all the three witches lines and I'm kind of familiar because I had to, I was actually one of the witches. Uh, oh, yeah. For, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so I kind of, I, I know the hurly burly's done and like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I like these lines. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, no, her physicality and then her, like, Schmeagle golem <laughs> kind of thing she does. Yeah. Um, I don't know how she gets. I don't know if that's she gets her body like that. Yeah, uh, the way she's all, like, contorted when you first are introduced to her. And then even my favorite scene is, like, I think her and her sisters are, like, up on, uh, like, a porch talking to Macbeth, like, mm-hmm. through a puddle or whatever. I'm like, that was, a, like a really nice scene like that's why i'm like i don't know man Catherine hunter might she might just sneak in for supporting actress she could she could yeah. but I, I i still feel like she she won't i feel like they're not going to let her who knows but she definitely does deserve it but she she's my irene ryan pick she's <laughs> she's she's uh my mvp of this movie that's she's my favorite part every time she was gone i'm like oh, i just kind of kind of want to go back which makes sense because i think that those characters are the most fun characters to play uh mm-hmm. parody or not but yeah yeah no no hands down um i remember being a little uh doing a witch scene before <laughs> yeah i remember I that too. Do a witch scene. um that's all i got for this movie though like i mean I, I don't know about you but i i feel like i've said all i can yeah 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 and that's why i'm like i don't want to spoil anything in the non-spoiler because i didn't know what i was gonna have left yeah no it's a very minimalistic movie where where i don't think a lot of it's going to be it's not like a big heavy breakdown of the movie um one because it's 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 just it's a story that you've heard many times before and two it's 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 minimalistic there's not much there to talk about you can't go too deep into something because you're going to find that you hit a wall you know um, the only thing you can really praise on is is the acting and in the performance of Denzel and uh, Francis McDormand, um, and like that's fine. Like I mean, I think this movie is set up for them to. This is their movie. Let them do their thing in this movie. Um, other than that, I mean, you just kind of the only thing that sucks about it is that you have this shot in the foot of no one else really is to talk about except for them. 
you know. Um, It doesn't allow anybody else to shine other than them. Um, But if that's if that's how they wanted to make this movie, I think they did a perfect job. This, you know, what I was going to say about the pacing, and I forgot to mention it. I think it was just like, and I did like how they were just kind of doing scenes simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it also kind of felt like eyes of Tammy Faye pacing, where they just kind of give you the highlights. Ah, yes. Yeah. I, I I completely understand that too, um, but I think it does flow a little bit better than maybe what I remember. Oh no, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. It's the most digestible one of so far. Yeah, I would say. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I've said my piece with this movie. Yep, yep. Now let's close this episode out. I believe. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a real pleasure. If you like what you heard, please consider telling a friend about our show. It really helps us grow and get more known by others. Just- other listeners such as yourselves and if you want to follow us on our social medias you can on instagram and twitter at cinema underscore buns that z is the last letter of the alphabet with that i am jonah colazzo my name is hoover ramirez <laughs> and this has been another episode of cinema buns for this week we'll see y'all next week goodbye bye